Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday. George Watkins here with another broadcast filled with faith and encouragement and a challenge to serve God in a greater way. Amen. Well, when I talk about serving God, often we relate that to work. We got to work harder and do more things. Well, that's old school, perhaps, back in the day when we were <laughs> young and energetic, perhaps. But I'm hearing in my own spirit and my other brothers and sisters that I like to hang out with, we're not working our way into anything. We're just being in his presence, enjoying the Lord, and then he gives direction. And we do what he tells us to do. And it turns out that it's not work, it's joy. Isn't that something? Often I've heard someone say, if you like what you're doing, you never go to work. I was blessed long years ago with being able to say that. I've worked a bunch of jobs. In the early days, I supported the traveling ministry quite a bit by I'd travel and I'd come back and pay pay the gas bill or whatever it was. And then I worked in the church uh, with my father for several years and uh, had a full-time job during the day. And then we did ministry through the week and on the weekends. But then the day came when we were full-time traveling evangelists and then pastors. And I never went to work. I always got to I always got the privilege of stepping into the place God had called us to be. Nothing like being in the will of God. I came into the studio a couple of days ago, and I just had this utterance out of my mouth. I'm in the will of God. <clears throat> I'm in the will of God. Well, it's not a deep revelation, but it was a confession, but it was also a realization that each day that you walk in peace, and share love and, uh, you know, love your family and, and give love to those around you and that you're obedient to what you hear. You're in the will of God. I had one of our prophets tell me years ago, I was fussing. Do I go here? Do I go there? Do I do this? And God, and he said, you know, God really doesn't care. I said, Whoa, wait a minute. I thought he had detailed every day do this that no there's there's something there's a broader view and picture of god's purpose for us i'm understanding as i get the fog out of my brain spirit my spiritual brain and i begin to see clearly i'm beginning to, to understand god's wants us with strong faith More than big churches, more than mass crowds and crusades, more than great healings. He wants our faith to grow so that we can not be little faith, but great faith. Well, the byproduct of that, of course, is that you do a lot of things that are wonderful and powerful and exciting. But the bottom line is, when it's all over, how's your faith doing? How's your patience doing? 
How is your kindness doing? You see, that's what God's after. Today, I'm talking about when the wind blows, the dead leaves fall. I stepped out of my house with my dogs today, yesterday, and um, a gust of wind blew past me and knocked leaves all over me. And the Spirit of God said, the fall has come. Autumn is here. Well, if you've been around very long, you know that you can tell the seasonal changes by, in this case, the leaves change and it gets colder. Uh, the sun changes our position, at least in the northwest. It gets dark earlier and eventually the winds blow in. We always have in this region that I live in a serious wind come through about October. It's a serious change in the elements. Sometimes can blow the trees over and the fence if you're not careful. Well, that's a seasonal change. And when seasons change, there's a purpose in it. So I begin to meditate on that and you know, those, those leaves on that tree that turn brown or turn golden and fall off, they are pretty comfortable there. They've, they've been there all year. They've served a purpose by bringing shade. They've protected the birds so they could hide up in there. But God had a seasonal change, and the leaves just don't want to go. They want to stay there. And that's home. I'm not going anywhere. Well, God comes along and says, watch this. And a big puff of wind comes and they're gone. Now, why did they have to go? Because the tree needs to rest so that the new season can come in the spring. There's things in our life that we hold on to. Oh, my goodness. If there's anything that I deal with, well, <laughs> I deal with a number of things like we all do, but one of them is I'm a keeper. I joke with my wife, and it's, it is a joke, by the way. So don't start any rumors. I joke with my wife that, um, that we've been married 54 years, and he says, she's, I say, you ought to be glad I'm a keeper. You know? <laughs> I, I like to keep old cars. I like to keep old tools. I like to keep old clothes. Well, not too old. Now, the purpose that I'm saying this is that when we don't change, God will affect a change, and he does it through pressure. It's called the winds of adversity, when something pressures us. Most of us make changes because we're under pressure. Come to a conclusion. We're, you know, we're out of something, or we need to make a decision, because if we don't, we're going to lose something, or... Uh, the, they fired me. I have no job. I've got to make a decision. Are we going to move to a new town where there's work or are we going to stay here and slug it out? What that does, it begins to exercise your contact with God again. You begin to talk to the Lord differently. You begin to pray differently and you get your heads together in wisdom. When the sweet winds of summer are blowing, there's no time. We've got time. Let's take a trip to the beach. Let me lay in the, you know, in the shade. But when the temperature changes and the snow clouds are coming in and you haven't put food away yet, 
you are in trouble. You hustle and <laughs> run around trying to get it done, but it's the pressure of things that causes us to exercise our faith. Now, Jesus even, I don't know if he prophesied it or just stated it as a way of life. He said, you will have trouble. <laughs> In this world, there will be trouble. Well, what does trouble do? Trouble arrests our attention to the moment so that we refocus on our strengths and our purpose. We refocus on what our, where our source is and we gear up to go through the trouble. What does that do for us? It exercises us unto godliness. We become skilled in working through problems. There are people that make a lot of big money because they have a skill in telling you how to solve a problem. Stories told about Edison, who invented the light bulb. And he hired Tesla, who was a genius, but he didn't have a, an ounce of wisdom about money because <laughs> he, he really died a pauper. But he was working for Edison, and Edison couldn't fix a problem. So he went and he, he got Tesla to go look at it, and in a half hour, he came back. And uh, charged him $10,000. And Edison screamed at him and blew his, blew his top. What? $10,000? How can you charge you over there half hour? He said, well, let's put it this way. I'll charge you 100 bucks for fixing it and the rest for knowing, where, knowing how to fix it. <laughs> because he had the wisdom. Okay. So today in my dissertation that I'm giving, that time where I just listen and speak. It's called the flow of not consciousness, but the flow of the spirit that's dropping into my heart. <clears throat> trouble. Why? Why does, why does God allow trouble? Does God send trouble? I don't think God manufactures trouble. He's a loving God, but he loves us enough to chasten us. Paul said, if you're not chastened, you're not a son. So what is a chastening? Is a chastening a car wreck and a bloody nose? Is it, you know, bankruptcy and cancer? Uh, I'm not suggesting that. No, those things happen. The enemy is working. There's the world and the, and the curse works. God doesn't have to invent the curse. It's working on its own. But he does allow and he does give opportunity for you to have trouble. When trouble comes, my spirit wakes up differently. My muscles change. I face things differently. And I come out the other side an expert in trouble, <laughs> at least in that one. Look at it as a mechanic. If you're a mechanic or you know a mechanic that is good at his work, he's fixed that problem several times. He knows what to do and how to do it quickly. Why? Because he's exercised that muscle, memory muscle, talent, mechanical muscle, to where he can step right in there 
<clears throat> and do the work. A young preacher will come to me and ask a question that I've been through 50 times. Now, I'm using wisdom that I've collected by experience. It's come from the Lord, but I don't have to meditate to get a word from God because I have had, I have exercised that particular muscle. Why does this happen? I'll tell you why it happens, because you did this and you did that. How could I change it? You do this and you do that. Why? Because I've got the scars to prove it. <laughs> I've got the I've got the calluses to prove it. Put it that way. All right. Well, <clears throat> today I wanted to remind you: if the wind's blowing, it's blowing the dead leaves off. It's stirring your heart. It's causing you to hunker down, seek the Lord, look in the Scriptures, get good counsel. Get your head together with your wife or husband. Get the wisdom flowing. Wind, the winds will cause the dead dry leaves to blow away. God is preparing you for a season, the new season coming. And in order to do that, you got to get rid of the old so the new will come. I've repeated this often, but there's a commercial that always sticks in my mind. The young man is selling pizzas and he's standing behind the cash register and the customer comes in and he's ordered his pizza and the young man hands it to him, but he won't let go. And uh, the man is pulling and the young man wants to keep the pizza and the boss comes up and says, just let go. Just let go. Let God perform a miracle. Let God show you the way through. Take a deep breath, relax, and receive the answer. Those dead leaves will blow away, and it's God's wind blowing on them that'll take care of it. Wow. Well, I'm, in, I'm ex encouraged. <laughs> I always preach myself happy, and I'm glad you were here to help me do that. All right. Well, we'll see you in the morning. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, if you're new, I forgot to welcome you if you're new. If you're, if you're still here and you're new, then you're hungry. Stick around. We got some good food to feed you every day. And if you if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, do so. And then Facebook, thumbs up, so forth. We are on Instagram, getting a lot of good um, views on that. That's exciting to me. We've been on about a month. So I will see you in the morning. Until then, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you and may the sunshine of his love always be in your face.